Welcome to the Understanding Project Management Discussions podcast. This is Dave Barrett. My guest today is Jeffrey Thompson. Jeffrey is an experienced consultant in a number of areas, including procurement and contract, program, and intellectual asset management. Our topic today is the management of project costs. During our discussion, Jeffrey outlines why this is such an important aspect of project management. Please welcome Jeffrey Thompson. Good to see you. How are, how are things? Uh, good to see you, Dave. Uh, not bad. Uh, we've been getting our uh, winter storms right now, so that's uh, always fun here in Canada. So. That time of year. So so our topic for discussion today is all things cost, sort of mm. the cost cons- constraint of projects. And just to kick things off, um, in my experience, I found that all of the constraints are, are important for a project, but there's something special about costs, particularly for customers or, or project sponsors. And uh, have you found that too? Or what's, what's your oh, thought? Uh, oh, absolutely. It's, it's uh, cost is usually the first thing my project sponsor or uh, product managers or, or uh, key stakeholders will say, how are we doing on the cost? How, how are we trending? Uh, or, you know, what's our burn rate? And, and they, they, they all have those um, questions. And those are usually the first uh, ones they come out, um, followed very closely uh, by schedule, right? Uh, how are we doing with the schedule? Because, and it's natural, because the two really intertwine um, very, uh, very well. Um, and so that's what's in their mind. Am I on time? And what's the cost? So right. It, you're right. There are some special ones of the six constraints, and uh, and cost is right up there at the top. Yeah. So why is that? What I mean, it it you know it it, it what what is it that that brings cost to the forefront, and and uh, and therefore why as project managers should we be you know aware of that and and able to answer that? Yeah, because cost, in my experience over the years, cost is one of the constraints that can, I call it uh, the runaway train. Uh, it can get going uh, very quickly off the tracks. Schedule, you're, you're, you're much closer to your schedule day to day, but costs, some of your costs don't come into your project until a month, you know, 30 days, uh, 60 days later, especially if you have uh, vendors uh, working on your project their invoicing process and your payroll, um, your, your accounts payable team could be out of sync uh, by 30 to 60 days. And if you're not watching closely, you all of a sudden get this massive hit of costs in one month when you really expected them to be, you know, drawn out, uh, you know, month to month to month. And that's always nice to say it will happen, but it doesn't, uh, a lot of times, a lot of your costs come at all at once, and now you're not trying to balance everything out. Cost is always something in the past. You're always looking at it from the past, what happened, um, and then you're planning uh, forward. But it's always a catch-up game, uh, right. and that's why um, costs uh, can get off track quicker uh, than your others. And um, and, and, and also, uh, people are very cost conscious in, in business these days. Uh, margins are so tight. Right. Um, 
that we, we need to make sure our projects stay really uh, tight to, uh, on the cost. So yeah. big focus by, by everybody in companies about the, the cost of a, of a project. Yeah, two key points that I wanted to just, uh, uh, you know, uh, summarize or, or, or just go back to. One is the thing you just said, which is cost is, is, is margins are getting tighter and tighter. Competition is increasing so much in, in, in businesses that there, there just isn't room for big cost overruns in, in, in projects. So, so that sensitivity to the bottom line, you know, that's, that's one of the reasons why you're going to get customers and sponsors just focusing on that because they're managing their margins. And if you go over by 10% or some cuts into their, you know, they're going to lose business. So, so it's hugely important. Yeah. The other thing was, I thought was really you know, really interesting is that sort of uh, costs come all at once, you know, it, it's kind of like, and I'm thinking of the weather right now and, and, and where we are, it's, it's like the weather, it can be, hey, we've had no snow for six days, everything's fine. And then a blizzard comes, you know, <laughs> exactly. And it's not like the, the snow doesn't average out, no. you know, to to seven days in, in a week, it comes often in one day, you know, right. and it's sort of that delayed and the reason why in costs is because of, you know, you mentioned the, the delay sometimes of costs coming in of because of billing cycles and, and, and invoicing and, and so on that they don't just, they don't happen instantly with what you're doing is there's often a delay, which then causes these spikes in costs that exactly. So, so monitoring is important. I would take a monitoring is critical. You, um, and, I'll add one more is in our other constraint of resource. Um, our resources are supposed to charge their time to your project. Um, many, many organizations uh, do cost accounting or resource accounting. Um, some companies don't do it anymore, um, to be quite honest, because they have found that they're constantly having to update things and their resource cha uh, charges aren't always accurate. And, and that is a big challenge because you'd have a project team and I'd always say to the project team, get your, um, you know, your, your hours in submitted, especially in the consulting industry, get your hours in on Friday um, so that I know, so that I can uh, bill my client and I'm not surprising my client. But the resources don't always do that. They, uh, and they wait a week and then, well, that's next week. Now they got to figure out what they did two weeks ago. And then you get some people who wait four weeks. And if the project manager is not saying, hey, get those charges in now, um, they're very important, then what happens is, again, the project manager is, is trying to figure out what was the real resource cost um, throughout the, the month and then passing it on to the client. Uh, right. and, and that's a, a big challenge uh, for a lot of organizations, um, again, people to simply enter their time. Sounds simple, sounds easy. Oh, I know. Oh, but, I but yeah. they don't. Um, it, it's human nature. Some of them are diligent, um, but most people are, oh, it's five minutes to five on Friday afternoon and I got to do my time entry. I'll do it next week. Yeah. Right. Oh, I can I can attest to that. In a in a previous, you know, in, in a, a few jobs back, I was in a role, a, a systems development role, where I needed to track my time, and I can absolutely say with truth that's the the last thing I wanted to do. Right. Uh, and that was I was not I was not alone. Everybody that I was working with is like, oh, 
it's the end of the week. You know, I, I can either spend a few minutes doing this or I can go home and, and I, I want to go home. Right. Wanna, yeah, exactly. We all do. And then like you say, okay, the month end is coming. So I'm just going to fill out all my timesheets for the whole month. Right. Well, in terms of you can think of what was that doing to the budget is that it was zero, 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 and then everything. Yep. From, and think of the havoc that that would cause to, to a budget. That's, that's the real world of budgeting. It is. And, uh, you, you know, so look at it, take it, take it one step further is if you're having um, a two week status report period with your sponsor uh, and with your executives and you're not getting your finances in uh, every two weeks and, and they're nice and clean, um, uh, you know, all your receivables, all your payables, everything nice and clean each two weeks. What happens is you have a good, a good report and then you have a couple that aren't changing in the costs for some reason that you're changing your estimate and you, you, you should be right on top of your estimates and maintaining, uh, hey, what is my estimate at completion? But you're not seeing the actuals hitting. Right. And then all of a sudden you come into your executive meeting uh, a month later and all those charges, that winter storm hits you all at once. And you come in, you go, yeah, um, we, um, we just spent uh, in the last month, uh, we're getting hit for uh, 1.5 million in, cha uh, in charges. And, you know, the eyes light up in the room and everybody goes, ah, oh, what's happening? You know, well, what's happening is all these charges are coming in and you can explain them right. and make sure you can, that's the key. But, uh, and, uh, you know, that's what happens. All of a sudden you get them. So I always preface my project sponsor, my executives, that as we are tracking through, we will have charges that come uh, that are late that will be have to be accrued. Um, and I'll mention those to you in, the, in my product status reports, uh, things that are delayed um, and, and show you it in, in my estimate uh, at completion, show you in an, an accrual section. Right. Um, and, and so that there are, you know, as, as all project managers, you know, we don't want to surprise our project sponsor. The nope. last thing we want to do. Yeah. So if we, so if we can preface them and say, Hey, we're going to get a big hit and it's coming. Uh, we know it, we planned for it. So don't, don't have a heart attack. Um, right. That helps. The other is we've got to, at the end of the project, we try to close our project, but we have all, we have uh, expenses that are, come in you know 30 60 90 days later so mm -hmm. um you really can't close your project officially off until all all expenditures have been accounted for and paid etc right so that's always a, a challenge as well yeah that was going to be my next question but you've i think you've you've either partially or completely answered it is okay we, we've gone through all the the the, the challenges to the project manager of timesheets not being filled out delays and costs coming in and and so what's what, what, what is a project manager to do? Now, I think you've, you've answered, a, you know, at least, at least part of it is, okay, we've got to, we've got to be talking to our, to our project sponsor and customers of um, preparing them for costs that haven't, um, that haven't occurred yet. But how do you know what hasn't occurred? Like, there's a lot going on in the project. What do you need to have in order to know, hey, I haven't received that invoice yet? That sounds complicated. It's complicated, but it doesn't have to be. Okay. You know, 
what is you know what is the you know eighty percent of what we do as project managers is communication, right? Mm -hmm. uh, we're constantly communicating, and, and communicating is listening. It's asking questions as well uh, uh, as speaking. So, with my vendors, especially if I have vendors, I will ask them, "Can you send to me uh, on a regular basis the estimate that you're going to charge me?" Resources, especially on a, a resource-based uh, project where I'm. Um, buying um, resources now and then um, and we have a budget for it but I don't always know exactly when I'm going to be hit with it so I, I stay true uh, close to my vendor uh, on those and and uh, saying okay give me a heads up of it you know it's not the invoice I'm not going to sign off just so I have a record and then I'll match that against what comes through my accounting department later on right and go Hey, okay, we were pretty darn close. Fair enough. Uh, what, why were we off? Oh, we had to, you know, add an extra developer for two days. Uh, right. Very explainable. So if I'm talking with my vendors and being very close with the project manager on the vendor side, um, that helps out. Um, they want to get paid. Um, right. They always want to be paid, um, and I want to pay them. To be quite honest, I, I don't want to hold things up. Uh, I want to pay for what I'm getting. The other is I talk to my accounting team and I talk to I, I get a relationship going with them. People forget that our accounting department is a stakeholder um, of our mm -hmm. project. We, we don't count them as our stakeholders. We go, they're just the finance team. Oh no, they're the people who are taking care of all the, the invoicing and the accruals, et cetera. So I will talk to them and say, uh, I'm watching out for these charges that I expect to get hit with. Um, can you let me know when they come through? Because they still have to a uh, 30-day turnaround time, but they'll let me know. Right. Hey, we got it. It came in. Here's the value. Ah, excellent. They match. This will make it easy. Or, whoa, that's way off base. And now I got to go and investigate. So that communication and working with uh, with your you know your stakeholders in the background, like the, the accounting team, who are very important, uh, they're going to help you, especially when you're trying to close off things um, or when you're going over that year end. Right? This is the one that gets catches project managers all the time on cost is year end closing of the books. Right. And you got to do the accrual uh, of, of, of things that you know are going to uh, be spent or haven't been spent or but will be. And uh, so you need um, need to stay close to your finance team. They'll help you through. Yeah, they always well, do. I like that, that the finance team, the financial officer, whoever it is in your, they are a stakeholder. You yeah. you need to, as a project manager, you need to have some level of knowledge of finances and of budget process and so on. If if you're oblivious to it, it's it's a it's a key risk. And and I like what you were saying about you know talking to you know whoever it is the suppliers or you know, wherever the costs are coming from and getting that forecast mm -hmm. of, of what's likely to come. That's that's yeah. part of it is, you know, in, in terms of, I know in, in, in the things that I've teach, uh, teach to taught. <laughs> um, <laughs> There's the grammar. <laughs> much uh, that, um, you know, forecasting your expected costs. And, and oftentimes it's a tough sell to the new to project management of, ah, why do I need to do this? Well, then it gives you something to go on. If you have that month where costs are lower right. than normal, 
the 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 experienced project manager will investigate will say hmm <laughs> yeah they'll say what happened there there's a couple of at least a couple of reasons one is costs are lower the mm -hmm. other is we have costs that haven't been reported yet you know but yeah. you need some data you got to have something to go on or else like, yeah i like the you know you are absolutely correct all project managers um we need to be comfortable in understanding accounting processes um and, because if we don't understand it, and it doesn't mean you have to become a, a charter accountant or, or CPA or whatever. You just have to understand the basic, um, you know, um, capturing your um, your costs, estimating out your costs. And we all know that estimating is, is one of the most difficult things to do. But staying on top of it um, and, you know, estimating out, getting uh, good feedback from all your team, uh, you know, and being able to say, okay, I know I need to accrue. And if you don't understand what the word accrue means, uh, you definitely need to look it up uh, mm -hmm. because you, as a project manager, are going to be doing a lot of referrals. Mm -hmm. um, you know, maybe not so much in a three-month project, but certainly in a year-long project. Um, and the other, the other area that... Um, catches us off guard uh, on, on projects I want to mention on, on cost is international projects. Mm -hmm. um, uh, it, it's, it's easy when your project is all in one uh, currency. Um, right. and, uh, but when you're operating in different currencies, um, this is an area that uh, with, with the interest rates, or sorry, with the exchange rates uh, floating uh, dramatically in some cases, this is an area that really can catch you um, off guard when you're doing international projects. Uh, what we, what I've done, and what uh, a lot of companies do, is we use the U.S. dollar. Um, we we forecast everything in U.S. dollar. We bill in U.S. dollar. Um, that, that, you know, it sounds strange um, uh, for a lot of people. But why don't we do it in Canadian? Well, the Canadian dollar fluctuates against other currencies a lot more than the U.S. dollar does. Right. So understanding that and then talking to your finance department and this again going back to your accountants um, you know the fluctuate you know, what it, what price should I use exchange rate should I use for the US dollar when I'm uh, planning out uh, my uh, my budget and they'll give you uh, a rate and that's an area where you will see some dips and dives but you'll be able to under, uh, explain them um, right. and your finance team will be able to too right. Right. And if you're working on a $100,000 or $200,000 project, no, no big deal. But when your project is $100 million, uh, $200 yeah. million, it's a big deal. Uh, you know, a big deal when it changes one cent. Um, right. you know, so. Yes, the leverage of that. Um, I mean, that brings an important point. And, and one of the reasons why I think I was always drawn to project management is that you need to be to know something about a lot of things. It's, it's like you said, you, you don't have to be a chartered accountant to be a project manager. Manager, you, you, But you need to know enough about it to be able to talk to a chartered accountant, to be able to yeah. be conversant. And so, like you said, if you don't understand what accrual means, look it up, you know, yeah. or become knowledgeable enough in it so that you can work and, and and interact with your with your finance stakeholders. That's a that's a and, and we can apply that to many different areas of, of project management. Absolutely, it's, it, um, you know project. That's I, I agree. That's one of the 
things I love about project management is we we have to learn a lot, and we've had uh, you know you and I are gray hairs. Um, I'll admit it, uh, or no hair, <laughs> but we've had to learn a lot about project management over the years that we didn't at the very beginning. We didn't need to know all these things. Um, we certainly started to see the world in project management become more and more complex. And, and therefore we had to, con you know, to continue our education you know, to understand. We went from what was called the three constraints to now the six constraints, which are, yeah, that's a, that was a big change in project management. Yep. Um, but those, those, the other six, uh, the other three constraints were always there. We just didn't understand them well enough. Right now we do. So continuous education uh, of a project manager, um, that's very important. So if your if your um, expertise uh, is you know, you know, scheduling and risk management, but cost is not one that you're very good at. I would, you know, pick up some textbooks, pick up a little extra learning on the accounting side. And, um, you know, this is this is where we have to always uh, keep our saw, uh, saw sharp, as, as yep. I said. Um, yes. and, uh, um, and and that's a, a great thing for uh, that I like about project management. I'm constantly learning. Um, yeah. new things. Um, I agree. It's, it's a, it's a good, it, it, I've always said, if you, if you love diversity of challenges and of every day being a little different, it's, it's, it's the, the, um, it's the discipline for you. The one thing yeah. I'd add, I, I agree with the continuous learning and so on. The other part I'd add to that is know your limitations as well as mm. a project manager, for example, you know, and I'll, and I'll be perfectly honest, you know, is that I was not necessarily the world's best scheduler as a project. Right. I, I, you know, I'm good. I could mm -hmm. certainly do it and so on. But if I needed someone on my, if I had a project that was highly time dependent with, with lots of complex dependencies, I made sure I got who, who would be, who would be doing that, uh, you know, who would be um, able to, um, uh, able to do that at that level, you know, so. Yeah. I agree with you. It's um, one of the things, uh, a lot of people think that project managers are the leader. We are the experts in everything. We come into the meeting and we are supposed to know it all. No, that's so wrong. Um, we are not the leaders. I'm not a, uh, I, 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 I did some development work, uh, software development work back in the 1980s. So that's a pretty long time ago. Uh, so I do not pretend to be a developer. I look to my developers to give me uh, that expert in information, that expert information on how long is something going to take? Um, what's, the, you know, what's the status on that development? Uh, I'm not an accountant, but I'm also smart enough to go and say, okay, I understand these concepts. I'm going to be asking these questions um, and I'm going to go talk with my finance people but I'm gonna let them lead. Uh, so as a project manager, we're, we're facilitators, we're, we're coaches, we're you know, mentors, we're, we're all these wonderful things. And, and at times we are leaders, we have to be, right. but we're not always the leader. And, um, and, and I, think that's, I think that's what gets um, a lot of um, PMs in trouble is that they think they, they know it all and um, yeah, in trouble early, I'd say a new project managers will try to yeah. 
try to be the the last word on everything. And there's times when you need to defer to to. to yeah, exactly. And I, you know, I've had um, in projects we've all we all have crises that happen in our projects. Um, you know, a major risk, um, uh, you know, uh, hits or major issues uh, pop up. Yeah, and you assemble the team. And I'll look and you know what is the problem? Is the problem in the uh, testing in software? I'll look at the software lead uh, and say, okay, lead us through the issue. Uh, if it's in a construction section, um, you know I, I can't tell you what the right mixture is for concrete for a bridge, right. nor do I know. Nor uh, should you? <laughs> nor should I? Uh, trust me, you don't want me to. Uh, but I'll look at the engineers. Uh, I'll look at the architects and say, okay why are we having to make this change? Because it's going to have a huge cost impact, um, right. as we know. So um, being able to ask the questions, so being a general and being able to ask your troops what's happening yeah, um, and, and being able to take that information, use that information uh, and, you know, march the team forward. Um, right. that's, that's what we are. Right. And, I, and that's what I love. Um, it's a, I don't know about you, but I've never had the same day um, no. twice in a row uh, as a project manager over the years, uh, over the 30 plus years. That's both the beauty and sometimes the scary part for new new yeah. people. One last question before we, we wrap up is, is mm -hmm. okay, let's say you've done everything you can. You, you've done good cost management. You've tried and tried, but you've got to go to your project sponsor and deliver the news yeah. That your project is going to be over budget. It's every project manager's uh, uh, worst uh, <laughs> night. What, what, any words of advice if you need to yeah. walk into that meeting? Well, you will walk into that meeting. Uh, it will happen one day. It, it, it's inevitable. Um, so don't fear that day. Um, and the reason I say don't fear it is if you go in prepared with the facts, always go with the facts. Here's where we were. Here's how we were, um, you know, we were estimating. Um, here's what happened. We had a change that we did not estimate very well. Um, we did the change order. Everybody did the change order. We followed the process, but you know, something else came in and we weren't able to, we didn't pick it up in time. Here's why. So bringing in the why, uh, the facts of the of the situation, um, and then taking those facts and and you know demonstrating to your uh, executives um, um, how it happened and why it won't happen again. Right. So you have a lesson learned situation. Right. Um, I had an unfortunate. If I may share uh, an experience I had. Um, I took over a project from a project manager uh, and uh, this individual was, uh, was leaving the project midway and the project was a two-year project. Um, they had only planned and estimated the first year because they knew they weren't going to be around for the second part. Mm -hmm. um, but the senior management were under the impression that year two had all been planned out and uh, costed. Um, when I came in, um, I'm taking a look at it and I'm going, those numbers don't look right because they're really going to be in the execution phase when we know our costs are very high. And so I did some more digging and research and found out they had not been done. Um, they had just been 
ballpark the number thrown in there. And I did some dig and working with all my uh, major stakeholders, the, uh, the development leads, the QA leads, et cetera, we came and did a full budget uh, for the second uh, part. And we came, uh, came to our executive sponsors uh, on a $50 million project. And we came in and said, I need another $15 million. You can imagine how that meeting went. Um, it was a shock to everybody, but it really wasn't a shock because I talked to the project sponsor several days before said, I got some bad news coming. Let me get you the facts and right. let you get, you know, how we're going to uh, present and we work together we got the communication out there that there was something coming. So that meeting actually was not a bad meeting. Yes. Because we had it, we had all of our facts. Yes. So I always say to project managers, whether it's cost, whether it's schedule, whether it's risk, whether it's anything, have your facts. Take yeah. the facts, take the hard news to your sponsors and executives, but use the facts. Yeah, and, no, I agree. I agree. That's where communication comes in. And if you are open and honest and, and tell them as soon as you can. Yes. They'll, they'll respect yeah. you for that, so. And, uh, and they'll believe you too. Um, it, it's, it's quite amazing. Um, yeah. They'll actually go, oh, uh, somebody who wasn't afraid, uh, who wasn't trying to sweep it under the rug right. um, on that's, us. Yeah, um, no, that's, that's good. So, anyways, Jeff, this has been a great conversation on cost. Yeah. I think you've shared much of your, your rich experience. So, so again, I, I thank you for this and it, it was great talking with you today. Uh, great talking with you, Dave, as always. Okay. Thank you very much. Great. Bye.